Welcome to the One Church Podcast. We're glad you could join us today for another epic message of grace. If you enjoyed today's word, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps others like you find our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by following us at OneChurchVB or join the discussion on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OneChurchVB. For more information about One Church, go to OneChurchVB.com. Now, for today's epic message of grace. You are now about to experience a Rick Stone original. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, we are so glad you are here as we continue our sermon series, Greatest of All Time. Of course, we're talking about Jesus. Right now we're in Colossians. We're at the end of the third chapter. Last time we were together, we were talking about the family and what each roles are and how we should treat each other and and love on each other based on how much God loves us. We're going to continue in chapter three today and we're going to be finishing it up. And I hope this helps you throughout your week. I think this is a practical message that we can just use in our uh, daily walk as we go to work, as we're around people. I think this is just a, a very simple message for us to take with us. But I think uh, it can be very profound in, when we use it correctly because it changes the way we look at things. If you have a job that you're frustrated with, this message might be for you. If you, you have a job that you're excited to go to, this job or this message still can be for you. No matter where you're at, if you're in school or, or you're helping people out in any way, I believe this message is for you because it the, the focus, it seems like what this whole chapter is, what's our focus? It's on Jesus and it changes the way we think. So... Reading from Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything and do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work with work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human matters. That's uh, verse 22 and 23. I, I, I know we read that and we're like, slaves, that really doesn't fit. Or some of you are like, yeah, my job makes me feel like a slave, like I'm burdened. But clearly this is referring to a different time when, thank God we don't have slavery in the United States anymore. Thank God we don't have to deal with that here in the States because of how horrible it is, of course. But if we're looking at this more like uh, the job, the person that we're working for, we're looking at it from a person that shows up every day, gets paid for whatever we do. We do our nine to five, or if you work overnight or wherever it is that you do, if we look at it from this, that we do it with sincerity of heart, whether our boss is looking at us or not, whether it's a, a annoying task that we just kind of have to do every single day or that that maybe that one day a week where you're going to a meeting and you just don't want to go into a meeting, you're frustrated, that it might just be a waste of time, that you could be doing something better. If we take this and put it for Jesus, we say, you know what, this as I work, I'm working 
and I'm serving Jesus, even though I'm getting paid by ex-employer, I can put my heart towards Jesus as I work. And the thing is, is it does change. It changes your outlook. I am not a morning person. Well, if you're a morning person, you're a different breed. Good for you. But I am not a morning person. And I remember when I was a, a youth pastor, I was ju- just freshly married, and we found out Grace was pregnant, and I knew I had to do something. I had to go get an, another job to bring in more income. And not being a morning person, the place where I land is UPS, of course. And it was working. And I had to be there at 4.30 in the morning, and I was just unloading trucks, and I was wondering how was it my, Grace was looking at me like, you sure this is going to work out? I'm like, I got to do what I got to do, I guess. But something that changed my attitude on the way to work, the, the cool thing about driving that early in the morning is there's really no one out. There's no one out on the streets, and there's something when you can just turn on some worship music and, and just focus on Jesus and come in with a thankful heart. That's really what it is. My, my eye is on Jesus. I'm going to be thankful because of Jesus. Some of us need those days where I'm like, I'm not even thankful for my job. I'm just thankful for Jesus. So I'm going to work for Jesus. I understand that. But sometimes that that job that we get was the one we were praying for years ago. And now we're here and looking at it as a burden, but it was a blessing at one time. And if we think back to that time where we just think about, thank God I have a job to go to, or thank God I get to work in the name of Jesus today. I can have an impact in another way. Well, when I would go there, I would have my music blaring loud. I'd sing ridiculous. And I was exhausted. I was just tired. I mean, you're just starting out. You're the lowest of the low. You're not getting paid a lot. You're literally just taking boxes off of the truck and setting it on a conveyor belt. Pick up another one. Put it on the conveyor belt. Make sure the label's facing up. It was very just simple job. And and they, they would yell at you. And uh, there was people that was working the same job as you that wasn't getting paid that or sorry, they were getting paid more than you, but you're working harder than them because of the, the union rules at that time. And it, it could have been very disheartening. And I remember just going there and just thinking, God, I thank you that I can have this job because I also was thankful because I had uh, my first child on the way, but it was something about just zoning out, focusing on God and flipping those boxes. To be honest, it was one of my favorite jobs. And I remember walking through as I was leaving, um, a manager walked up to me. It was, it was a couple weeks in, like, so how do you like it? And like with a sideways, like, yeah, hey, how do you like that job? And I remember saying, I really enjoy it. And she's like, I've never heard that before from anyone. And it, it was just something that that was joy. It was a supernatural joy. See, the thing is, it's not oh man, I hate my job, so I'm doing it for Jesus. I know that's a a funny thing. I guess I'll do it for Jesus. But when you put your focus on it, it changes your attitude. Your attitude has to change almost because that's what God does. That's what Jesus does. He changes your attitude. When you read through the Bible, when Jesus is speaking to people, it changes the way they feel. It changes how they react. And that's what Jesus does in our life. When We invite the Holy Spirit into our day and we say, Holy Spirit, guide us, help us, and think about what Jesus did on the cross. When we go into work, 
we can walk in and be a little more proud, be a little more excited about life because you may be working a job that you aren't getting paid what you deserve, right? And so you aren't getting uh, the kudos that you deserve. And I completely understand that. And, and I'm not saying you, you don't deserve that. I, what I'm saying is, is when you have your focus on Jesus, it just tweaks it a little bit. Is it nice to have someone pat you on the back? Of course. I, a good pat on the back is always great. But it's just something when you go, you know what, Jesus, I'm focused on you. I'm not worried about what my boss is going to say today. I'm taking the things that I can control and working on those and the things that I can't control. Why? I'm giving those to God. How many times do we try to fix the things that we can't control and we don't fix the things we can control, right? Like our attitudes or or, or where our focus is on the day. We think about that thing that we that we can't do anything about it and we've kind of just focus on that. There's nothing I can do about this. I can't control the weather, but I can control my my outlook on life. I can control what's in front of me, the task in front of me. And, and the thing is, is it's everything else that we've been reading about how good Jesus is to us and who he says we are, that we can walk in humility and confidence. The 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 thing is, I know it's simple, just thinking back about how Jesus was born, going back to the nativity, going back through Jesus's life and where he put himself, where he's cleaning Peter's feet at the table and, and how he put himself in service to people that we can take on that attitude that we're in service to people. I'm not saying we should be walked on and trampled on and be like, well, I guess it's okay if I'm treated like dirt. No, I'm saying it's an attitude adjustment in the way I serve people today. I'm going to serve my coworkers. I'm going to serve the people around me. And, and with that attitude, with that focus on Jesus and knowing how much he loves me, I, can't, I cannot help myself but to love others and do it all in the name of the Lord. And just think about that when you go to do a task you don't like or a task you do like. I'm going to do this in the name of the Lord. It's something inside of you as a Christian that you you can't do it half-heartedly, right? Like it's almost, it would feel weird. Not that I'm like, oh, full of shame. It's just like if I'm doing this for God, like if I'm going into someone's house to help them and I and I act like I'm doing it for God, it, there's some there's some weight behind it because we know how much God loves us and we know how amazing he is and we do it for him. And then then we kind of think about, well, our employers, well, they need some Jesus, too. Yeah, don't worry. He talks about them, too. So I'm, I'm going to continue. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human matters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs. And there is no favoritism. See, that that end with no favoritism, that's talking about the employee, the employer, the person that doesn't work for you, the customer you're serving. God puts everyone on an even playing field. He loves all of us, all of his children the same. It's not... I'm an employee, they're an employer, so as a human being, they are better than me or lower than me. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that if we walk this out, we walk this, this Christian life out with 
all of his grace and love and we do it unto him, there's a reward for us. That means the things that I'm not getting paid for, I'm getting repaid in heaven. And I would rather have that than the earthly treasure. Because sometimes we focus on the earthly treasure and completely forget about all that God has for us. And I'm not saying you can't have both. I'm not saying God can't bless you with money. I'm not saying that all he's going to do is bless you with money. That, that's an individual relationship with him on how that works for you. But what I'm saying is, is your joy is what counts. Would you rather be a millionaire that's depressed or a someone that's less fortunate and full of joy with the people around them that love them and, and a church that, that wants to lift them up towards Jesus? It's, it's all in the mindset. And, and I know as humans, or at least as me, sometimes we look at the other side and say it would be better if I was over there. You know, the whole grass is greener point of view. But it's our focus right here, right now, wherever we're at. And, and I don't tell that UPS story to say, hey, look how great I am. Look what I did. For four months, I went into this place and picked up boxes and I did it for the joy of the Lord. That's not what I'm saying, what I'm what I want you to focus is on focus on is what God did for me, not what I did for God. Because I would have never been able to do that for God if it wasn't for what God did for me in the first place. See, this is at the end of the chapter when we go back to the beginning and talk about where we are at our position and what who Jesus says we are. That's how we're able to walk in the joy. That's how we're able to say, I'm going to do this unto the Lord. It's not, hey, look at me. I'm a great Christian because of this is what I'm doing. It's look how good God is. I almost can't even help myself but to walk this way. I can't even help but walk in joy no matter what area of life I'm in. And I know this is talking about that employee-employer situation. And but really, it's a life outlook. It, it, it's whatever I do, I'm going to do unto the Lord. It, it, it takes away the power of the enemy. Because I'm going to do this in the name of the Lord. If I mess up, if I succeed with flying colors, all I know is my heart is focused on Jesus and I'm going to do the best I can. I cannot fail when I'm focusing on him. When everything is about him, I cannot fail. And guess what? He does not fail. So even when I mess up, he's going to take that mess up and turn it into something good. When I go to work and I, and I don't do it quite right, but my heart's in the right place and I'm focusing, I'm trying my best, God will make that work for us. All of last year, that was absolutely crazy. God's going to it has been doing something great. I believe he's stirring his, his church right now. I believe he's stirring us as Christians right now. There's just something different that's happening. And I, I hope you're feeling it too, because I believe God is doing something great. And, I, and I'm not saying that just to throw that out there. I truly believe God is doing something amazing in our lives right now. And this is a key to focus on him, to be able to listen to him and what he has for us. Because he has so much more that we can ever think or imagine. He's not, he's not a genie. He's not just, hey, I want this. So he gives it to us. It's I get to walk in this relationship with him. And just like a great father, he's going to do and give what's best for me. 
and I just want to be an obedient child because of his grace, because of what he did on the cross. I want to follow him. See, God reached out to us for us to follow him. He wasn't just like, oh, just follow me. He sent his son to the cross and said, this is how much I love you. This is how much I care for you. Follow me. And that's our daily walk. It's just waking up each day and following him. However that looks in your life. See, every relationship is different. Just like I have two different kids and both those kids have different personalities. Declan and Paisley are completely different. Declan's my more calm. I'm, I'm going to get things done. We have to go by the rules or I'm going to be upset. Paisley is my wild child. I absolutely love her. And they are just completely different. So my relationship with them is going to be different. I don't love them more or less, but that's how God looks at us is our relationships are different. So through this week coming up, through your day, whenever you're listening to this, what if we do whatever it is that we're going to do unto the Lord? We can't fail. You cannot fail when you do it unto the Lord. You may mess up, you may slip up, but God always turns it for the good. And I want to encourage you right now, if, if you're not a Christian, you're not a believer, and you're wondering what, what this is all about, God absolutely loves you. He sent his son to the cross. He poured out his grace on the cross, even though we, we never even had a chance to uh, accept him. He poured out everything, so now we can accept him. He loves you right where you're at. If, if I told you you can accept Jesus into your life in this moment, you don't have to change a thing besides your belief. That's all you have to do. And then you have a relationship with him. It's not, I have to change everything so I can have a relationship with him. It's the relationship that changes everything. And when we put our focus on him, when we trust him, and we say, yes, you are my savior, everything changes. Hope, a supernatural hope comes over us. I have hope in natural things, but that supernatural hope supersedes any natural thing that's going on anything that looks too big too too huge for me to even think about overcoming i give that to god god gives me the things that i i can focus on i am going to work on so if you would like to make a decision you can either drop a comment below you can message us but all it says is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you will be saved it's that simple and then each day we just keep believing going and see what God does in our life. See all the minor miracles that turn into huge miracles into our life. So if that's you, I'm going to pray. And if, if you're at home, you can pray out loud or, or at the end, just say a big amen. And that's all it is. And now we walk it out and we trust him. Our faith is in him. We will change so let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your son that went to the cross, that died for our sins, that, that died for me when I was at my lowest. He knew what I was going to go through. He knew where I had been. And still, God, we thank you that, that you want us in a relationship with you. When we declare today Jesus is king, that he died on the cross and rose again for our sins, 
that we can be saved and those are washed away. And I, God, I'll never be focused on sin, but focused on your grace. And we accept you into our life today. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope this message encourages you through the week. I hope it, it's just a, a simple thing that makes a huge difference. We love you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for another epic message of grace. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen so others can find us too. We'll be back next week with another incredible message. Until then, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at OneChurchVB or find out more information about One Church at OneChurchVB.com. Have a great week.